Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. All right, Michaela's singing means that we are back in the lobby bar for the week of February the 5th, 2024. Brian and Michaela here with you again, as always, in February already, Michaela. January went by way too quick. We had a lot of mocktails, but that time was flying by. Maybe not for you. You were, uh, you were doing a lot know. of work traveling. You were doing a lot of work traveling, so maybe it was flying by in a different different manner, but it seemed like January went pretty quick for me. Did it? Oh, yeah. The first two weeks lasted 87 years for me. Mm. Um, and mm. then the last two weeks was like a blink of an eye. So once the uh, Oscar noms come out, the time just starts passing. Oh, yeah. Fast. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that, too, because I see you're still ahead of me by like 37 films. I feel roughly. roughly uh, yeah. I did really well when I was traveling for work, though. I knocked out like five or six full length films, and I thought that was pretty good. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, I am a bit ahead of you. I think I have 20. Uh, you and I are going to see. um zone of interest uh this week so that'll be it in terms of the best picture nominees we'll have seen all of those then and then you can uh look forward to on our patreon just like we did last year we're going to be doing some short like a uh, little like 10 minute uh, kind of recaps of each of those films and talking about their oscar prospects what we liked what we didn't like stuff like that that's going to be available on our patreon probably starting here next week as we're hitting kind of that one month out from oscar time so yeah definitely uh definitely doing pretty good i have uh 20 left to watch i think like four, 13 or 14 of those are the shorts. So uh, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm actually to a point now where there's just literally nothing else for me to watch. Uh, I'm just hanging on, waiting for stuff to either hit streaming or come back to a theater or something. Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Well, what I've heard is the Independent Picture House, which is a place that we love dearly. Uh, it's a bit of a drive for us, so we don't get to go as often as we like, but we do love it. Um, they are going to be showing the shorts uh soon mm -hmm. um yep. hopefully for more than one day because i saw one day on there and i'm out of town so i'm like great uh but i'm really hoping we regal does pick that up because there's so many this year that for whatever reason you can't get anywhere else like mm -hmm. i don't know the last year we were able to find some on weird like vimeos and strange like they were on netflix for like a day and a half and then they would get taken off so you could go in and watch them uh without um having to to sneakily get them um and that's what we want we want to be able to do it in the right way so regal get your act together come on let's do get this your, get your act together let's do this indeed and what else are we going to be doing we are going to be celebrating valentine's day here coming up next week so i thought today for the lobby bar uh, michaela what we would do is we would put together a little bit of a recipe here um i found this came from liquor.com and it's called the tootsie roll but this one's going to be good because it's going to hit kind of those those sweeter more romantic love notes but it's not going to be like something syrupy and bright pink which i know is your jam but you know we can't do something bright pink all the time uh That's for true. sure so this this is called the tootsie roll and it's basically a chocolatey riff on a manhattan so listen to this michaela so we're going to do two ounces of rye whiskey one ounce of Pedro Jimenez sherry, uh, which if you don't know, that is like the the sweeter like dessert version of Ooh. sherry, not not cream sherry, uh, but it, it's very it's very sweet. It's more of like port uh, kind of in consistency and taste there. So one ounce of that and then uh, chocolate bitters. Uh, you can use uh, two would be traditional for like a Manhattan, but as many as you want to get that chocolate level to your liking and then uh, going to shake that strain it into a coupe or martini glass and then garnish it with a maraschino cherry so uh manhattans are my jam michaela i make those a lot it's a real easy one right uh so this little uh chocolatey rift on this is going to be pretty good come valentine's day i think 
Yeah. I love the idea of this cocktail. And if you wanted to make it even more chocolatey, instead of just doing two ounces of rye, you could use uh, the King's Family Distillery chocolate um, rye whiskey that they have, which is really amazing. It is incredibly chocolatey, though. So it will add even more of a sweetness factor. So if you like mm, it really sweet, mm, give it mm-hmm. a shot. If that's not your thing, I think this Jimenez sherry with the uh, chocolate bitters and that cherry is going to make it like really popping. I'm super excited about this because uh, I have decided that I'm going, this is going to be the year of whiskey, of whiskey and rye for me. Ooh. I'm going to explore all the things because I don't know enough about them. And, you know, usually I'm like, I'm going to have a Manhattan or I'm going to have an old fashioned, but there's so many more drinks out there like this. This is amazing. I'm super excited. Yeah, absolutely. I thought this one uh, sounded pretty good and uh, definitely excited to give this one a try here. So let us know if you have any other good uh, Valentine's Day recipes as we get closer to that, like we had said. So uh, let's see, what do we have going on at the box office this week? Argyle uh, led the weekend to that new release there. Uh, it's about $18 million for the box office for the weekend. So pretty good uh, there. Hopefully it's going to pick up a couple more dollars because there's not a ton coming out uh, this week to speak of. But there is something that's coming out that I think looks kind of interesting. Michaela, have you heard of this? Lisa Frankenstein, not to be confused with Lisa Frank, uh, who might have designed your favorite Trapper Keeper uh, back in the day. Uh, this is Lisa Frankenstein. It is kind of like a like a romantic comedy, uh, kind of campy, like horror uh, kind of thing. Um, it looks like it might be kind of good. And I have high hopes for this, Michaela, because this was written by Diablo Cody. You may or may not be familiar with Diablo Cody, but Diablo Cody wrote Juno and wrote uh, Jennifer's Body, which is that cult classic, you know, very campy, like high school uh, romance uh, horror kind of thing. So I have high hopes that this might be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got Carla, Carla Gugino in it, who I love. Uh, she is uh, part vampire, I am also sure. Or maybe she is part Frankenstein. I don't know because she, I don't know how old she is, but she looks exactly the same as she did in, you know, 2003. I, I don't know how it's possible, but she's also amazing. So I'm really excited um, to see this. I didn't realize that it was written by Diablo Cody though, which adds to the intrigue for me because uh, I am a huge fan of anything she has touched. So yeah, absolutely. Won the Oscar there for uh, the screenplay for Juno. So yeah, definitely excited mm-hmm. to see that. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty neat. We'll see how that does if we have a chance to make it out to see that. Uh, we also have uh, Pixar is re-releasing Turning Red to the theaters that actually never got a theater release here because it came out in uh, 2020. So um, I have seen that just on streaming on the Disney Plus, but it is coming out to the theaters. Uh, so if you are interested in seeing Turning Red, you can head out and check that out. And we're heading out to check out My Fair Lady tonight as soon as I get done editing and posting this. Uh, Michaela and I are going to meet for dinner, and then we're going to go see My Fair Lady. It'll be both of our first viewings of My Fair Lady, so, you know, come judge us for that if you want to, but <laughs> we're going to be talking about it on the main show this week. So, you excited to to sing and dance our way through My Fair Lady, Michaela? I am. I'm actually really excited. Uh, so, I... I... I'm a little embarrassed that I haven't seen this movie before, but, like, it's three hours long, so I, I feel like... You know, uh, I did see it. I did see the play. So that'll be interesting. I've seen the musical like in Summerstock in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, a million years ago. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I was trying to relay the the uh, events of what happens to my son because he was trying to decide if he wanted to join us or not. And apparently I got half of, half of it wrong, according to my husband. So who knows? Mm. I, it'll be like a, it'll be it'll be like it's brand new to both of us. It'll be great. 
That's right. It will be. Uh, it'll be a good time. So, yeah, going to be talking about that on the main show this week. We talked about Jerry Maguire uh, last week. That was an excellent show. And one more uh, notes of uh, importance here before we go. Michaela, the Grammy Awards were last night since we are occasionally drink the music. Uh, Taylor w Swift was the big winner, of course, for her album uh, Midnight's taking a top album prize there. Also uh, revealing to the world that next album is on its way. So I guess everyone get in line to to go by that. But more important to the music uh, of the movies, Michaela Oppenheimer and Ludwig Göransson wins the Grammy for best uh original score film and the Billie Eilish Phineas O'Connell uh, Barbie song what was I made for when uh, best uh, original song so that I think was the same in the Golden Globes uh, and yes. now the Grammys and uh, potentially in the Oscars those are probably going to be my picks what do you think any surprises there in terms no. of our Grammy winners no surprises uh, I just want to shout out uh, to the fact that Joni Mitchell was also live uh, for the first time ever at the Grammys and I cried and it was amazing also, and also she... won a Grammy Tracy also Chapman. won a Grammy. Tracy Chapman performed oh my like gosh. the first time in like twenty years or something. Yeah, something crazy like um, that. So, uh, and amazing. I really loved that duet because I thought that um, it was really important to pay homage to that to to Tracy as an original singer songwriter of that song. And it just mm -hmm. I don't know. And it sounded so much richer and better with the both of them rather than just Leon Bridges. So, in my opinion, anyway, I just loved that. Um, yeah, it was really good uh it was the first time i'd watched the entirety of the grammys and i i was not expecting to so <laughs> i was oh. like i'm gonna watch joni and i'm gonna go to bed but it was actually really good well there you go absolutely so uh yeah that's what we have this week in the lobby bar let us know if you mix up one of these uh chocolate uh manhattans aka the tootsie roll let us know what you're getting up to uh in terms of your valentine Times Day cocktail routine. Let us know what you think about the Grammys. Let us know how you're coming along on your Oscar watch. Oh, a uh, quick side note. Uh, we have ordered some of the merchandise for the giveaway for the Oscar watch. Look for that uh, pick them to go up live next week. We'll probably talk about it more in the lobby bar next week when that goes live. So uh, stay tuned for that. Follow us on social medias and we'll talk to you next time in the lobby bar.